Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me in studio today, we're just getting right to it. I'm not wasting any time. Filling in for Miss Sandra Cruzzi is Miss Sandy Salerno, one of our amazing news anchors here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. How are you doing, Sandy? I am excellent. And yourself? I am great. Sandy, how's your summer going? It's pretty good. It's been a great summer. It's hasn't actually it? been nice. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we actually went to um, Montreal. You did? Yeah, we mm-hmm. did that a few weekends ago. Is that a family and, uh, thing? Or that's a family thing. Okay. We do that every summer. Um, but I know that you guys do something too every summer. Went to the Fern Resort in Aurora. Yeah, it's the famous Fern Resort for awesome. the Salerno crew. Yeah, we go. It's like it's a tradition now. So we've been so, four four summers in a row. I have never been there. What is it like? Is it like hotel kind of atmosphere? Yeah, it's or like is it more camping. Ca- no camping. Don't you know I me? Know, I would like never me. camp. I don't camp. No, I would no, never camp. I, I did glamping. I'm, afra- last I'm year. actually afraid of camping, but. Um, and I've never been, so I'm not really a great judge at it. But uh, <laughs> it's like, have you ever been to a resort somewhere like in, you know, Mexico or Florida or the Dominican, anywhere like that? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's ex- it's exactly the same thing. Except you don't but have to get on a plane, here. and it's an Ontario resort. Oh my god! Same gosh. idea. Everything's all inclusive. Well, the summer's not over yet. I think I got to check it out. You can probably go in August. Yeah, I might know somebody. Oh, I can help you out. It's the Italian it's connection. Per- no, but it's perfect for it's perfect for kids, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So as long as it's not camping, I'm not. I did glamping last summer, and that was okay because we because um, it came with a four star hotel. What? Oh my god, it was beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it was beautiful. We we had like sliding doors. We opened the sliding doors to our our cabin, and it was like two king size beds. Yeah, but that's not camp. We had a shower. I mean, that's glamping. Well, the can't... shower was outside. <laughs> oh, okay, that's enough for me. <laughs> we had running water, but you could shower under the stars. Isn't that Ooh, nice with all the bugs. <laughs> See, I know. Well, talking about bugs, talking about summer and camping and hiking and and fishing. I like fishing. So do I. Comes Great fishing of... at Fern Resort. Oh, Especially really? Especially for the kids, yeah. Oh my God. Can I just say, this is not sponsored by no, Fern Resort. Not, if any of you guys so are listening, good. you're like, they totally got paid to say this. Never. Did not. Okay, we did not. I just, I'm interested in, and Sandy likes it. So that's why. Okay, so summer, we're, we're in the middle of all this stuff, right? And so I thought, who better to bring on than an expert? Uh, emergency medicine and kids because we know that with all that stuff you know there's stuff that's bound to happen with these children and then us parents if you're anything like me you're probably not prepared um you try to be but sometimes you're not so I thought okay you know what it's Dr. Dina time welcome to the show Dr. Dina and Dr. Dina you are from Kid Crew Medical true and tell us a little bit about that Sure. So Kid Crew is a multidisciplinary space that houses primary care pediatricians and lots of different subspecialists to give kind of comprehensive everything health for your kids. Everything health. Everything health. From infant to... Yeah, zero to 18 years. Wow. That actually covers it all. Well, I mean, that covers everything from, you know, the feeding of the little babies Absolutely. to smelly teenagers and uh, <laughs> yeah. pimply. Oh, right? pu- yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Say puberty, yeah. Yeah. right? Puberty. And then, like, that's not enough. You're a mom of four. I am. What are the ages of your kids? The eldest is seven, then five, three, and 11 months today is my baby. Oh, my gosh. And I've got three, and I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm dying. My life sounds very easy. Well, she's I, got four. I only have one, and she's 10, and perfect. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and easy. Francesca. Nobody to argue with. She's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Well-behaved. So, so, Dr. Gina, you have the clinic. You have four kids, seven and under. 
Um, so hard. Oh my you have I two like dogs. I'm stressing you out. Just you are. I'm getting hot. <laughs> no, da- like Sandy, there's more. She's got two dogs on top of that. What kind of dogs? They're like, Portuguese water dogs. Oh, they're the cutest. Isn't that the dog that uh, Barack Obama had? Yes, but I had one first. I had two first. So actually. he copied oh. you. Yeah, apparently. That Barack. Yes, Look at that. That's it. <laughs> but you're also an emergency doctor at SickKids. I am. I don't have time. How did you have time to come here today? Is what I want to know. <laughs> the patient started. Yeah. Who is suffering? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm well covered. There's lots of doctors. She, she my kid just, grew. Yeah, she'll just blame Pina. Blame blame well, Pina. It's all your fault. Yes. Um, so okay, so summertime. We are in it. We are. People are traveling. Whether it's you know within the province, they're going to. They're going to go camping. They're going hiking. They're maybe even just taking like a you know one day on the weekend to go to provincial park. That's always popular, right? Um, and along with that comes all the stuff about summer, the mosquito bites, oh, poison ivy, ticks, all of that fun stuff. It all sounds related to camping to me. <laughs> yeah, so, see? Okay, well, it's all outdoors. It's all so outdoors it. and it happens. Um, but we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about how you can prepare and uh, how you can keep your kids safe. So stick around because we've got more after the break. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And we are joined in studio today with Dr. Dina from Kid Crew Medical, as well as Sandy Salerno from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are talking about summertime. We're in the middle of summer. And along with that, there's tons of stuff that's going on. We want to keep our kids busy, right? So as much as I like to keep my kids inside, I'm not really a craft person. I'm more of like, here, watch a movie on TV. Um, I'm not a big outdoorsy kind of person because I hate bugs. Bugs freak me out. I see a spider, I freak. Mosquitoes, like, no, I was going to say they hate me. No, they they love love me. me. I hate them. Me too. too. Right? And, um, and like, for example, just um, the other weekend, we were in Montreal at my best friend's house, and we were swimming in the backyard, and um, they have cedars all over the place. So it's totally mosquito infested, right? My nephew didn't he get like a mosquito bite right between the eyes it he swelled up he looked like a character from like star trek oh my goodness. <laughs> a big <laughs> forehead and that Third happens eye. to me too like i will swell up like i remember getting a mosquito bite once on my my foot and it swelled up to the size of a mango and i was like this is not normal i'm the exact same way so my, my family always jokes that they don't need mosquito repellent because if i'm around they all attack me and it's true i'll be yes. covered like i've got pox of some sort completely covered is there so, a reason to go to the emergency room? Not like, typically. honestly, if they get, like, really big. Yeah, no, no, because a lot of people are reactive to bites, and that just means that they get more swollen, they might get more mm. hot, and, you know, kids are more uncomfortable, of course, but it's not dangerous. It doesn't mean that necessarily you're allergic? No. Like, can you be allergic to a mosquito? No, just hyperreactive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But there's things to do, right? I mean, it's easy to, you know, just apply ice, hydrocortisone, or a product like, you know, Benadryl itch spray that will decrease the inflammation. If you have lots of bites, like myself taking an oral medicine like Benadryl or one of the other over-the-counter antihistamines that will kind of calm down all the inflammation everywhere. It's easy. How about so, marking a cross in the... Uh, oh, yeah, bar, remember yeah. that? If you I think that decreases your, you know, it makes you distracted from it more than okay. anything, right? Is there anything you can do 
ahead of time Absolutely. to prevent it. For sure. So you want to avoid areas where there's tons of mosquitoes. So those cedars or um, any area where there's lots of water. So you want to empty like flower pots and buckets outside, things that are collecting water because mosquitoes tend to hand it, hang out there and breed there as well. So kind of get oh rid of gosh. all the all the free water around. Wearing long sleeves, you know, long shirts, long pants, you know, doing the very sexy trick of, you know, tucking your pants leg into your socks and oh, your yeah, shirt into your pants. Oh, yeah, they fly up They go there. up. They totally go up. Yes, it's very sexy, but yeah. it works pretty well. <laughs> it totally works. Um, and then DEET-containing products, actually. People are very scared of DEET, but they are was... really safe. Um, for kids more than six months of age, they're safe. Less than 10% DEET. I was so, always told never put DEET on the kids. No, people, yeah. it, it has a bad rap, but it's, it's actually very, very safe unless you're ingesting it. So, you know, you spray your kids, you know, do it in a well-ventilated area, go outside, don't spray their face, don't spray their hands, but kind of everywhere else is great. And as long as you do it as the adult, then they'll be fine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Sandy, didn't you say that someone in your family has like really bad... Well, the mosquito bites, yeah, the swelling. We were at... Um... We were at my uh, in-laws and my niece was there and she was just screaming her face off because she got bit by a mosquito. I'm like, it doesn't hurt. Like, I know it's annoying and right. Very it's annoying. itchy and whatever, yes. right? But honestly, they were enormous. Right. I, I don't I think, thought, I don't gosh, think the size means anything, though, no. in terms of how itchy it is. I mean, mosquito bites are mosquito bites. They're crazy annoying. But yeah, certain people will flare up. I'm like that. One here would be like gigantic. I'll be covered. Like the whole of me will be swollen. So how about ticks? Ticks yeah. are a whole other game. And DEET also prevents against tick bites. And again, the same, you know, tucking the shirt into the pants, the pants into the socks. The biggest thing around tick um, bites is just do a skin check of your kid if you've been anywhere outside, if you've been camping or hiking or biking or whatever. If a tick, even if it has Lyme disease, that tick, right. if it hasn't been on you for two or three days, it's ridiculously unlikely to give you Lyme disease. Okay? Oh, so that's just so being bad. Because yeah. that's something that I, I find... In my Facebook mom group, the mothers go crazy about right. they're like, oh, ticks. We just, you know, read somewhere that the park near our home, uh, there's been ticks there. I'm not leaving the house. Yeah, and there because- is lots of Lyme disease. It's true. There's tons of ticks um, in the city and around the area. Actually, if you check out my Instagram, um, at Dr. Dina Kulak, you'll see that last week I removed a tick from the back of one of my own patient's heads on a normal 15-month I exam. Did. And she, my, the mom was like, I think there might be a skin tag there. So I went to examine the back of her head like I examined all of her. And there was actually a tick there that I actually removed and sent to the lab. Um, and we don't know how long it was there for. Um, but typically, if you do do a skin check on your kids, if you li- live in areas like that, this particular kid lives in the bluffs, so, and there are lots of ticks yeah, around. Um, if you remove them and you bring them to me or your doctor, we could send it to public health. Public health can see one of two things. Is it a dog tick, which never has Lyme? And so it doesn't matter. Or was it a deer tick, which could have Lyme, in which case public health looks and says, was there Lyme or not Lyme? If there was Lyme in the tick, then you're at risk of having Lyme in the child or the adult. But again, if it hasn't been there for two or three days, even if there is lots of Lyme in the tick, it's not really a risk. So how do you remove it? So let's say I, I see what, one on, yeah, like, because do like, I go yeah, get do tweezers? Exactly. Do I pull, yeah, exactly. And, but I'm not contaminating it at all? If no, I'm, no, no. So you want to go as close to the mouth parts as possible. So you kind of go to the base of the tick, you'll see these little like... Mouth parts. Really? It's pretty gross. Yeah. Seriously, check out my Instagram. It's a pretty oh, cool video. Gosh. I have a video of a picture. It was actually awesome. So you just kind of <laughs> awesome says the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, it's screaming. Says, ah. It was a great find. Yeah. It was a great find. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, yes, we got a live tick, and it was live, and you see video of it on my Instagram. What? It was cool. I took it off. It was like crawling around on no, its back. No. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So anyway, so you go with your simple tweezers, go towards the mouth parts on the tick, and sometimes they're really like crunched in there and you literally just squeeze it and pull it out and then again put in a plastic bag a container bring it to your doctor and then we can test it does it look different the bite from the tick than a mosquito bite like would, could you look at it and it's just because you actually it's very visible to the eye that well if tick? the tick's still there you can see it it's yeah. this big gray or black 
fat thing. Okay. Um, kind of looks like a piece of rice and or bigger as it gets more of your blood. So it's been there so for a while. So it gets bigger with your... Yeah, it so the little like like a leech just sucks your Oh my is, gosh. And that's how it gives you lime, by biting you and, you know, sucking. <laughs> I just yeah. looked over at our producer, Julia. <laughs> She's just ready to, like, spew all over the board. <laughs> okay, you know what? We got to talk more about the chicks, but we got to take a quick break, so stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking about summertime and preparing for summer and how to keep our kids safe. And so we have Dr. Dina here from Kid Crew Medical and uh, Sandy Salerno co-hosting with me, filling in for Sandra Carusi today. We were just talking about ticks. And Dr. Dina, you said that you uh, removed one from a 15-month-old yep, patient last week. last week. And uh, it's on your Instagram, which your Instagram handle is Dr. Dina Kulik. And it's K-U-L-I-K, yep. right? Mm-hmm. All one word. Guys, you need to go over because during the break, <laughs> we looked at it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and Sandy and I were like, what? <laughs> you actually see it in the back of the child's head. Yeah. Um, there's two shots of that. And then it's on a paper towel moving it's around. Moving. And it's big. It's big. It's like the size like of my bo- pinky nail it looks finger. It like a potato bug. Oh, God. Right? So as, as when they first bite you, they're black. So if you look online, you'll find lots of kind of pictures of it. But there are little black dots of things. It looks like a piece of rice, but black. And as it gets bigger, filling with your blood, it turns more kind of gray or pink-like. Wait, hold on. So does it actually get fatter? Yeah, it gets fatter. Well, yeah, because that thing was huge. So that means that it was probably there for a while, right? My guess is at least a couple of days. Enough that I sent it to the lab and I and I gave the child antibiotics prophylactically just in case. Wow. So you, you do that just in case it is long. So while if you're it, waiting for the there, results to come back. Yeah, because so, it could take a couple of weeks even to come back. And okay. I don't want to mess around with that. So I'd rather have her be protected. So there's mm-hmm. no harm and, in taking that in. No, there's not a real big harm of taking amoxil for a couple of weeks. It's no big deal. Oh, is that what it is? Just like an amoxicillin? Yeah. yeah. Older okay. kids, we use another antibiotic called doxycycline. But okay. for little ones, we use amoxil. And we take amoxil for everything. Yeah. So it's, it's not a big deal. Okay, now I know that Sandy was saying, how do you remove it? With tweezers. And you said, get as close as, uh, as, close to the mouth as possible and remove it. Yeah. Now, Knowing me, if I had to do that, oh. I'd probably rip the tick apart, so like in half. Doctor. I and mean, like, I, I or any of, one of your doctors can do the same thing. But yeah, as long as you go near the mouth parts. But actually, they tend to release. It's, they it's, do? It's tough. You but can't if they rip release. them apart? You, you can, I guess. <laughs> I but once the tick in there. <laughs> if the tick's all flown apart, it'll eventually fall out. Can you, you know, get the, some tape, maybe like some duct tape and just do like a back rip? <laughs> it won't work. Like, no, wax, you want to like get a wax out. strip, yeah. you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> And pull it back. Probably won't work so well. No, no, no. So, um, is there anything I know for mosquito bites? You're saying you know some stuff we can do for prepping. Um, for ticks, you were saying the same thing, just like long sleeve, tuck the pants into the barrier barrier protection. Yeah. Okay. And DEET again, DEET containing products. And then again, even if you get bit. Do a check every night on your kids. And if you find them, then take them out. Okay, a check. Like, how are we doing a check? Like, is it like head to toe? Yeah. What if they've got like, I've got a lot of hair, right? And so I play soccer Friday nights, outdoor field. And like, now I'm like paranoid about this stuff. So like, am I just like running my fingers like 
over my scalp and just seeing if I feel anything? Basically. I mean, again, they're black, right? And so most of us, we can see that on the skin. Um, and your children, your young children, you're bathing, you're seeing them yeah. naked, you're getting them dressed and everything, right? Yeah. So you'll see most of their skin and they don't typically go on like an obvious like arm or leg. They tend to go behind the ears, behind the nape of the neck, which is where this child had it. Um, the groin, the little ankles. suckers. It yeah. sounds a lot to me like lice. Yeah, sort the of. The same place Except lice, where... there'll be lots of them. But, so that you know, would take that, that usually that one difference. Yes. Yeah, because I think if you would see something in your child's scalp, right, wouldn't you automatically go, oh, no, it's lice. But it doesn't yeah. move. Lice will run, right? So lice oh, are very God. difficult to see. Actually, they, <laughs> they run really quickly. I've only seen lice a handful of times, and I've okay. seen many, many kids with lice. It's hard to actually detect. Ticks are staying in the same place, right? They're bit. They're there. It's not going to move. The reason why this mom thought it was a skin tag was because it wasn't there. Every time she combed her kid's hair, she was like, what is it getting caught on? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh okay. gosh. That so she came just... did she come to the emergency room for that? No, no, she came to my office for a regular fifteen reg- month visit. Oh wow. So it wasn't about the tick. just happened. So she just found it. Oh boy. So what do you do? Like if a parent would find that, would you go to the emergency room or something no, like that? No, or you see your doctor. Any okay. of us can remove them. That's simple. Okay. You could remove it too. But if you feel squeamish about it, just ask your doctor. You definitely do not need to go to the emergency room. That is that. totally unnecessary. That's what I want to know about you being an emergency room doctor. Um with it being <sighs> summertime. What comes in the most? Like, is there something yes. that, like, is it falls, like, you know, kids falling off uh, skateboards or those rolly shoes? Yes, or, or the playground jungle gyms. Yeah. Like, still lots of injuries, absolutely. So, you know, falling off of things, breaking elbows, which is a common one when falling off jungle gyms, uh, you know, ankle fractures, things like that. But still, it's always going to be most common be fevers and viruses. There's a lot of hand, foot, and mouth disease going around. Lots of <sighs> we stomach We had to deal flu. with that last summer. Yeah, crew. fun. It, it's usually viral stuff still. Being outside in the summer, we have to deal with not only like the the bug bites and, um, you know, like the ticks and mosquitoes, all that stuff, but the sun, right? And how do we protect ourselves from that? Obviously, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are thinking sunscreen. My doctor, I was using an all natural sunscreen and my doctor said to me, because my kids have eczema. Yes. And so he's like, Pina, you know what? He goes... You know, I'm not going to bash natural stuff. He goes, but for some things, you need something a little bit more. So we switched over from our natural brand to um, La Roche-Posay, and we're using that now. So what's your take on sunscreen for kids? I'm actually a big fan of the natural mineral blocks, to be honest. So there's lots of products now that have been endorsed by all the, you know, the oncology groups and um, sun protection groups. Um, Products that have zinc or titanium as mineral block are actually my personal favorite. Um, A lot of kids with eczema, as you mentioned, react to the chemical kind of stuff. And there's a bit of a creep factor for me of putting, you know, those kind of things on open, broken skin that is eczema. So my preference is actually mineral blocks. And you can use those from babyhood, from zero months of age. My own baby, you don't have to wait till six months plus like you do with the chemical blocks but chemical blocks are also great and they're convenient you know the sprays and lots of options that way are there some good ones that you could recommend for the parents listening at home i like a vino mineral um badger is a great company green beaver yes um there's lots of different brands out there now neutrogena is great okay so there's some there's some great things so coming up what i want to talk about is rashes and uh because i know during the summer there's so many different kinds of rashes that we have to deal with all year round but i know summertime that there's a little bit more so stick around we're going to talk about that right here on the parenting show on global news radio 640 toronto
now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Joining me in studio today, my lovely co-host, Miss Sandy Salerno. Hello. From Global News Radio 640 Toronto. How are you, Sandy? I'm excellent. Yourself? Sandy, you learning some stuff? I'm I great, am. Sorry. I'm, I'm still a little freaked out about the bug. The, the tick but... stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Well, lie. you know what? Dr. Dina is, is here to educate us. She's from Kid Crew Medical, and uh, she's also an emergency doctor at SickKids. So we are in good hands. She's teaching us the way. I'm going to show everybody that video. I know, I on her today. Instagram. Honestly. I just, okay. Can we share it? Yeah, sure. Well, Go I don't have like, Instagram. No, we can, I... we're going to put it on the Parenting Show Facebook okay, page. Good. Okay, We're going to put it there. And uh, it's Dr. Dina Kulik, K-U-L-I-K. Correct. Um, go there, guys. It's like, it's so gross, but it's really cool. <laughs> I can't get over it. Um, so one of the things I want to talk about is rashes. Um, I know that people can get like all kinds of rashes just, you know, throughout the year. It doesn't have to be summer. It could be a reaction that you get something you eat. Um, but during the summertime, there's some stuff that comes up because of camping and hiking. So there's like poison oak and poison ivy and all that fun stuff and, and rashes that you can even just get from being outdoors in the sun. Um, what do we do with that? How do we deal with that? What can we do to prevent uh, that from even happening? So even your backyard could have poison oak or poison ivy. There's lots of things you can get even in your backyard or at the playground or at the park. But certainly if you're hiking or biking. Why would you know, it be in your backyard? It like grows. What? It grows everywhere, well. Just everywhere. Wild, everywhere. Right? Yeah. It just needs one, you know, little bit of pollen to land and it could populate. And, that, and, and you may not know what it looks like, right? Okay. But yeah, I mean, protecting your legs, the same as, as the sun protection and the bug protection. Um, but at the end of the day, if your kids are playing outside, at some point, they're probably going to touch or walk by something that's going to give them a rash. And they're itchy and annoying, just like mosquito bites. And the treatment is pretty much the same. It'll get better over the next couple of days. Anything anti-itch will be great. So whether it's a spray like Benadryl spray or an over-the-counter antihistamine like Benadryl or many others, ice is helpful, distraction techniques. You talked about putting the X, et cetera. Um, yeah. Hydrocortisone on the areas if they're really inflamed and irritated. And within a couple of days, they'll go away. Should you always carry Benadryl? It's so helpful. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because in the moment now, you don't want your kid to be like, uh, you know, they all whiny and annoying. Yeah, but they all, Just spray they it and you're good. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what? I carry the spray with me, um, the itch stick, yeah. and uh, and liquid. The oh, the afterbite? Yeah, like yeah. it's and Benadryl has one and it's awesome. And then the liquid, the liquid Benadryl. It helps to be prepared and then Why you have, do you have to have leave. all three though? Oh my gosh. So, okay. Honestly, I have Band-Aids with me. I have um, all of those with me. I have uh, like regular Tylenol and Advil. I have Polysporin with me, like everything. I'm kind of paranoid. You're Sandy, walking around with on. a first aid kit. Is this what it's people in should play? No, but honestly, is this, what, is this what people should do? Well, maybe. I mean, if you don't want your fun to end and have to like slap back home every time there's some kind of uh, annoyance, right. then it's great to be prepared for it. Isn't I definitely it f- recommend people travel around with this stuff. Yeah. Isn't sure. it fun to go to the emergency room just for <laughs> I think you want to avoid. You don't want to be waiting six or eight hours to be seen for your rash when you could treat it at home. And then oh, see it doctor. never takes that yeah. long. Oh, it can. It can. I oh, know yes. it can. We all yes. know it Especially for minor rashes. Like, we're not going to see you immediately. You're not very, very sick, really. Yeah, you can. You can. You can deal with that yes yeah. how about the see your doctor you don't have to yeah. emerge how about the heat rash like heat rash looks the same basically but it's on areas that are you know sun exposed um heat exposed you know so there's sun rash which is called solar dermatitis solar like the sun okay. dermatitis which is irritated skin inflamed mm-hmm. skin and that'll be you know on your face on your arms anywhere that's exposed to the sun and then there's heat rash which is the exact same rash looks the exact same itchy and annoying the same but it'll be more like in the groin or your armpits or the back of your neck wherever it's really getting sweaty and the treatment's all the same 
Everything's you know, the same. Over the counter antihistamines, sprays, liquid, et cetera, all the same. And then deal. keep the kids out of the sun. Because I know like, yeah. my daughter this year, it's been so hot yeah. this summer. Like, it's incredible. You cannot yeah. avoid this blazing sun. Right. And I'm I'm lathering her, slathering all kinds of stuff on her With, face. Yeah. And she still looks like a little, like she's burnt <laughs> to a crisp. Well, there's sun and then there's like heat, right? And yeah. if you're slathering her more sunscreen, you might actually get a bit more hot. So and it's a so, balance. Well, my little guy, he's two and a half. He has um, eczema. But I think that it's mixed now with the whole sun exposure because, um, for example, with his, I had to take off his Crocs. I'm like, you're not wearing this anymore. Because what was happening was, I think, I don't know, I'm not a doctor here, but the heat and the sweat. They rub. Yeah. And he was developing this rash on the top of his foot. And I'm like, no, this is not, this is not good. And so we went to the doctor and we're using like a hydrocortisone cream um, to help with that. Yeah, they don't yeah. breathe that well, right? There's got the holes, but they're thick and plastic. And it's plastic, right? It sounds like my thighs rubbing together. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> there, There's something for that, too. I saw it on uh, Nick's Wear Make Something, Sandy. What do you mean? Like you like wear something? Yeah, they have of these course. little shorts for like... No, it'd be too hot. Rubbing thigh stuff. <laughs> no, all their stuff breathes. Cool. Yeah, yeah I just cool. use the thigh master. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> From one topic to another. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because we're going to be back with Dr. Dina and more on tips. And you know what? I'm going to give you the, uh, the Instagram again when we come back because you guys want to see that tick video. <laughs> right, Sandy? Oh, yeah. It is... It's... It's something else. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Joined in studio, we've got Dr. Dina from Kid Crew Medical. She's also an emergency doctor at Sick Kids. Something I could never do. Could you, Sandy? First of all, you need a degree period. to go to school. <laughs> I know, but a bit I'm of education. For a long time. Hey, listen, <laughs> if you had the brains and you could do all no, that. Hold on, I have like, the brain. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> you no. know what I mean. No, I think you have, I could to, be, not. I think I could you have not. to be a certain... Um, you know, a certain type of person I to, could not. to handle so that, and especially to work with children. You need to love me. chaos, really. You need yeah. to love, like, I always say I love organizing chaos, hence my yeah. kids and the practice Yeah, the four kids, the I two like, dogs. I like organizing yeah. the madness. Yeah. That's no, but that's, it's more than madness. I mean, really, I think you have to be a special person in order to, to work in an emergency room, especially somewhere like sick kids, and you're working with children. It can't yeah. be the easiest. It's an interesting kind of job, Yeah, it, sure. it can't be, you know, a day where there's, like, ticks moving ticks all right. the time right i mean that's the <laughs> like great could, part of your job i mean but. most of it is actually very very positive and very rarely do bad things happen but they do and yeah you have to be able to deal with it but most of the time you're helping people and people are leaving happier than when they came in and that's that's magical yeah no thank you and to all the doctors <laughs> out there thank you yeah. because i could not do it um dr dina allergies let's talk allergies for a second i suffer from allergies do you sandy uh i think i'm allergic to perfume I have not been. Can you be allergic to perfume? Yeah, sure. The scent of it. Yeah, I yeah. have been not been tested. Do you get se. headaches? Is that what headaches. it is? No, I, I mean in this place. First of all, we work in a scent-free building, but everybody thinks you know we don't, so they all wear perfume here, and it's all different kinds of you know um, competing perfumes. Oh. The minute somebody walks by me, I'm like, here we go. I've got to pop in like some kind of Tylenol or right. Advil. It really, really affects me, and I get shortness of breath. Oh my! So you might be legit allergic. 
Yeah. I just don't want to get all those like needle. Like, you know just go home really not a big deal. We so do it to kids all day every day. I know. I've actually taken my daughter because she would get hives after. <laughs> oh, you're telling having, you're telling your daughter chocolate. it's okay, honey. Yeah. It's okay. And you're like, no, no I'm not doing it. No, when I saw do it to her, I was like, forget it. I already know I'm allergic to perfume. I don't really right. need. You can just to avoid know. it, really. Yeah. In that sense, I just right. I just yeah. get mad at so, anybody who wears it. But okay, so that you that would anything seasonal. Me? Or is it just perfume that bothers you? Just, it's perfume is the only thing that bothers me. See, for me, growing up, it's always been like um, ragweed. I have like dust, uh, grass. Oh, you have all the, really? Yes. And, That's why you don't and, like to go outside. And I didn't realize, this is why I'm not a doctor, hence no brains. Um, I'm like, oh, years ago, I'm like, I'm going to do this shot of wheatgrass. It's grass, Pina. You're allergic to grass. <laughs> that was not good. Oh, no. So what happens? So no. What happens I, I like was feeling it really tight in my throat <laughs> and itchy in my mouth. And I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. But it's not severe like a peanut allergy um, So, well, now I have, I do carry an EpiPen with me. Were you able to find um, one? Because there seems to be a shortage with epi- EpiPens. Not that I know of. No? Okay. No, yeah. They no, should I, always be available. Yeah, sure. we have we have EpiPens all yeah. over the house because yeah. Samantha, my daughter too, she also has cashew, pistachio, and egg. So we always carry um, EpiPens. So I have some like food. What's the proper word like for Sensitivity those? versus um, an yeah. allergy? Um, no, I, they gave it to me for my cantaloupe and like oh, oral allergy syndrome. Yes. So what is it? What is it called? Oral allergy syndrome. So it is like an allergy, but typically you just get mouth symptoms. So you don't get hives and shortness of breath, but you feel tingly tongue or itchy tongue, oh, and wow. your throat That's may funny, so funny. And it's a true allergy, um, like being peanut allergic. It's just kind of on a, a sort of a, a little bit of a, a different scale. So the sensitivity yeah. versus the allergy, because my, my daughter, like I said, she was in a daycare at the time, and every time they had a hot chocolate or some kind of piece of chocolate, she would get um, the hives on her face. So I'm like, oh, you for sure you're allergic to chocolate. Right. No, like the worst thing, right? So I brought her to get these, to get tested. The and they said like, you can never be allergic to chocolate because it would have to be a cross-contamination of sorts. Like she'd have to be allergic to something that's in the chocolate, yeah, not, not the actual dairy. cocoa. Right. Well, I guess you could be allergic to cocoa. I have a, a patient in the practice allergic to garlic, one that's allergic to ginger. You could be allergic to anything, really. And true allergies, they, she, she tests positive on skin prick testing. You could be allergic to anything, really. But some kids are sensitive to things. Yeah, I think it react. was just a sensitivity because yeah. everything came back okay. All her allergy tests came right. back fine. And then, you know, I can give her a hot chocolate tomorrow and again, and here comes it. a hive. Weird. So That's there's not so all, typical. So there's those kind of allergies. But then there's also the allergies now with summer. So like when people are cutting their grass, I get affected. Uh, ragweed. All that kind of stuff, too. So that you probably see more. A lot, a lot. Our allergists are very busy in the office, for sure. Yeah, so those are super annoying, and this is the season for it. We had this terrible long winter, and then all of a sudden everything bloomed, and pollens were crazy, and grasses were crazy. And those cause, you know, symptoms similar to a cold, really, but they last longer. So itchy, watery eyes, runny nose, chronic congestion, coughing, sometimes hives, rashes. And do people get the two mixed up? They're like, oh, my child, when when they are unaware of, like, Oh, this could be an allergy. They do they just think like, oh, they've got a cold or are there any flu like symptoms? Not typically. You don't get fever. You wouldn't have kind of aches and pains like you would with the flu. So that's how you would differentiate. Typically. Okay. And it's like the cold that lasts forever. Like people come in all the time and they're like, This cold's been there for three months. It's not going away. I'm like, we should probably test for allergies. Oh. The watery eyes. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the red. Oh my gosh. Has, it's right? horrible. And it's so annoying. It so is annoying. so annoying. And they look swollen and their noses often have a crease across from rubbing all the time. They might have black eyes called allergic shiners. Kids look unwell, sort of. Yeah, they've, their yeah. eyes have this glossiness. Yeah. They get to like it. a black eye almost from, from swelling. 
And you were saying a crease on the nose? Yeah, so something called a, an allergic salute. So if you could picture a kid with allergies, they often rub their nose across the across the it nose. Sounds like a the cat. Like Literally, yeah. yes. And then the over time, the over time, when you do it and over and over and over again, it causes like a crease across your nasal bridge. So now, you'll notice it now amongst you know your kids' okay, friends. I'm not gonna look at every. Yeah, kid's I know. Nose now. I'll be like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll post a picture on Instagram. <laughs> yes, you guys can see. do that yes. and tag us. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, so stick around. This is the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We're talking summertime and prepping and making sure our kids are safe and we're prepared to keep them safe because I am, Sandy, I told you, I have a little bag of stuff that it doesn't I carry. sound very little i, I carry <laughs> with me listen but i'm still bag. like i'm still a, like a basket <laughs> case when it comes to this stuff and i panic right so so we brought dr dina in from kid crew medical and uh she's a mom of four she's also an emergency doctor at sick kids she also has two dogs and i'm tired already and <laughs> you're running even... you're running a blog here i see as well right there's lots going on yeah. Yeah. yeah so you guys can visit her website too uh she's got all kinds of great tips and advice and um and one of the things we were talking about is summertime. We're talk- we went through bug bites. We went through uh, rashes and how to protect your kids from the sun and what's good, what's not good to use. Um, but cuts and scrapes, they happen and they happen often. Um, it's because the, the kids, kids are all, they're running around, they're finally outdoors, as right? They should and, be. And, they right. Should be and that's where you want them. And climbing. Yeah. yeah, that's what you yeah. want them to do. However, there comes that little time when little Johnny goes down the slide and bang right <laughs> right right not even that like just running down the driveway you know like marcus my little guy is covered in scabs yes because he's like constantly falling and scraping this cutting that and i'm like oh gosh and then the blood is just gushing down his leg so what are what are what should we do for cuts simple stuff almost always it's a matter of stopping the bleeding you know just apply pressure Wash it with soap and water. That's the easiest, most simple thing to do. If it's a big open wound, of course, you want to see your doctor or go to the emergency room, um, especially if you can't stop the bleeding. If you think there might be something inside it, like a piece of glass or Ugh. there's a lot of like gravel or things mm-hmm. like that, it has to be properly cleaned out. You can bring the edges together nicely. If it's, you know, oozing through a Band-Aid. Those kind of reasons, see your doctor, of course. If your kid doesn't have tetanus boosters up to date, if, uh, you know, if it's very deep and, and ugly looking, see your doctor. But otherwise, soap and water is perfect. A little bit of something like polysporin is great because a lot of people don't know this, but if a wound is wet, it heals faster. So if oh. it's, it's kept wet or moist, it heals a lot better than if it's very, very dry. So a lot of people put a bunch of alcohol, it dries the thing out, then they put on a Band-Aid, yeah. and it doesn't heal as well. But isn't so, that what we're supposed to do? So the kid screams like, ah, because it burns, yeah. right? The alcohol. Well, soap and water does a pretty decent job, too. So and then you if you put on poly, instead. soap and water, soap and water, polysporin, cleans it What's out, keeps it moist. the other one? Hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, they, they, those will both dry burn. it out. Don't, don't do it's that. It's uncomfortable. Oh. And there's the same kind of antibacterial effect in a polysporin than there would be in an alcohol. Isn't that always in a first aid kit, though? That That's hot. one of the things I'm keeping around with me. I keep, Sandy, I keep polysporin with me, too. No, not the polysporin. I'm talking about the hydrogen, like the burning stuff. Oh, I always yeah, thought yeah, the yeah. alcohol. 
I don't. It's not in a first aid Soap kit? and water is great. I mean, it is there. Yeah. I don't typically use it as a first go. Honestly, that's the first thing, like with a cut, it's like, okay, we have to, to disinfect it. So you put the alcohol yeah, I on thought it. Yeah, I thought that too. None. Okay. No need. No soap need. and soap water. water. Yeah. Soap and water, polysporin, Band-Aid, done. Or a piece of gauze and a piece of tape or whatever. So how long? So if it, I mean, like five minutes it should bleed for? Like if it, it bleeds beyond that, then we know we've got like a gaping hole. Sure. That or I mean, see it. Stitch, see it. See if you it. can bring a Band-Aid and close it so it's a straight little line, uh-huh. you're great. Okay. It's gaping and deep. And if you could see bone. I mean, oh, it's not it's not complicated man. stuff. You'll see if it's scary or not. If it scares you, see a doctor. That's see what a doctor I call the or husband. go to the emergency room. See, this is the, I can't the deal problem with it. I'm having. When I'm sitting in an emergency room, and sometimes you'll see people walk in, and I'm like, why, why are they in the emergency room right. when they should be at the doctor? You know what? Right. Well, some people can't get into their doctor right now. So that's why they would go to like an urgent care. Yes, or, or they're something. fearful that it's something more scary that an emergency doctor needs mm-hmm. to do. But, I mean, in Toronto anyway, yeah. in Ontario in general, there's a lot of community pediatricians that do emergency medicine work. Right. Yeah. You know, most of us are, I mean, I'm an emergency doc, but many of my doctors at Kikru are not emergency medicine trained, but they can do what we can do in the emerge most of the time. Okay. See, I would just, I always think like, okay, is it during the day? Is the doctor open? If it's something that bad, like go to the doctor, unless you can see that, oh gosh, this is like life threatening or something more, then I'll, but I don't run to the emerge. A lot of people run to the emerge, and not just for children. I mean, they run. If you spend any time in emergency, you would oh, you would gosh. see you would see true. that, right? That's true. Okay, so polysporin. Well, wash with soap and water. Yep. Polysporin and a bandaid. So we could put the bandaid on top of the polysporin. Yeah, sure. And that's fine. It's just as long as it, you're keeping it uh, wet, moist. Yes. That was okay. very informative. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm glad. I didn't know the soap no, and no, water. I, I honestly did not know that. I thought I always use hydrogen peroxide because I'm like, it doesn't sting. Like I put it on everybody. Like, even good mom even if my way. husband like cuts his finger, the first thing I do is I'm chasing him around the house with he's like, No, it burns, it burns. <laughs> no, you need it. We have to disinfect it. It's not dangerous. It's just there's other ways to manage the same but, thing. But I mean the thing is yeah. it really stings it and does, it hurts. It hurts. No. Yeah. I'll still do it to him. I'm not telling him. Oh, poor Frank. Yeah, yeah. Just let him suffer. Um, so Dr. Dina, for the parents listening at home, if they want to just prepare some some stuff like and have a little medical bag like I do, Sandy. Um, and I need to know if I have everything in there too. That's why I'm asking. Um, what are some key things that they should put in it and carry around with them? Right. Well, I mean, in general, when you're going out, I like having something like water, some kind of snacks. People minimize, you know, how important it is to make sure your kid doesn't get all hangry on you, right? Mm. So taking little things with you that are easy to grab, you know, granola bars or nuts if they're not allergic or, you know, simple things, little pieces of fruit. Water is really great for hydration. You want to have a hat. You want to have sunscreen. Insect repellent, as we spoke to, if they do get a rash or a bug bite or whatever, having something like the Benadryl itch stick or the spray or over-the-counter antihistamines we spoke to, if they're really annoyed and they kind of have diffuse rash, having something like an alcohol swab is helpful if you don't have access to, you know, clean, you know, water and soap, et cetera. Um, But you can use the same water you have and bring a little bit of soap with you as well. Band-Aids, gauze. It doesn't need to have a lot of things, but enough that you can stop bleeding, you know, cover a cut, get rid of any itchiness. Um, and then things like water and snacks and hats. And don't forget the tweezers to pull out the Oh, tin. the tick. Sandy, I'm making you a bag, okay? Yeah, thank you. I'm going to do it. A duffel bag. It sounds <laughs> yes, like yes. lots of things sounds in like a bag. I have all kinds of stuff. Of My kids are actually out on Sugar Beach right now. And they have the knapsack. They've got fruit. They've got water. They have a little, like all the little Band-Aids and everything. Yeah. 
It's because you know, you're not prepared. <laughs> yeah. So well, of prepared. course, I'm not going to leave them on the beach alone. Come on <laughs> yeah. now. Um, if any of you guys missed the show and want to listen back, um, you can do so on our podcast. We will be posting it on 640toronto.com. Also, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. You can also find it on iTunes. So go and subscribe. Dr. Dina, thank you so much for joining us. Sandy Salerno, thank you so much for you're joining welcome. us. You're very welcome. Dr. Dina, where can anyone find you if they're looking and they want to, to hear more, read more, see more? about you anywhere on social media at at dr dina kulik or at kidcrew.com or drdina.ca there you go thank you so much and for everyone listening like i said facebook.com slash the parenting show is where you can find us when we're not on air have a great one this is the parenting show i'm your host pina crispo for chicmama.ca right here on global news radio 640 toronto